What's going on, nomads and future nomads? Negro Bandito here. Welcome to the second episode of the Nomad Podcast, where today we're going to be going over Sir's new music video that he just dropped for his song, John Redcorn. Um, we're going to also be going over Sir's album that he dropped, Chasing Summers. We're going to be talking about Guap Dad 4000 and his new project, the Platinum Falcon Tape. And we're going to be also making another reference to Kid Cudi, but this time with Travis Scott and the new project that they just dropped. And we're also going to be discussing some of the ways that we've managed to keep productive and uh, stay sane during this quarantine and hopefully share you some uh, tips and pointers that will pay you dividends in the future. So without further ado, grab yourself a drink or smoke, whatever it is that you're into. Let's get into it. Today we have a special guest, our our undisputed champion of the world um our third member of our little um <laughs> cool collective that we have and uh his name's ellie williams and uh, uh ellie give us a little uh, rundown on uh who you are and uh, what you're about yeah um uh, well hi everyone my name is ellie and uh i've been let's see producing music for the last four or five years and i play i not play <laughs> i go rock climbing in an indoor gym and I practice yoga. Dope, dope. Yeah, Elliot. Yeah, Elliot's actually a yoga instructor out in the city we live. So he's a pretty uh, cool, uh, upstanding guy that's really into that stuff. So if you guys ever need yoga lessons, hit him up. He's your Producer, guy. yoga, rock climbing. What, what don't you do, bro? What, what don't you do? <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a Swiss army knife of 2020. <laughs> I've done it all. <laughs> yeah. <It's> cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So um, let's go into the Sir video. Let's get straight into it. So, um, Justin, you're actually the one that recommended that we check this out. So I'd, I'd love it if you actually gave me your thoughts and opinions first, and then I'll, I'll try to. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I can give you guys, um, just for the listeners out there, um, for those of you don't, who don't or aren't directly aware of who Sir is, I can give you um, – so a little background, I was uh, doing some research on him. And uh, like uh, in his past, he's worked with some big artists. Um, I'm sure you guys heard of like uh, back in like 2014 or so. Um, he was working with uh, engineering for people like the Pussy Dolls, Tyrese. Um, he went to work on with big names like Anita Baker, Genuine, Jill Scott, Stevie Wonder. And uh, one of his first big appearances in this like hip hop, scene that really made a name for himself he had an appearance on a uh, anderson packs uh venice back in 2014 he had a feature on that um 2000 he's had a couple mixtapes here and there eps um in uh 2017 he uh he signed with uh um, if not everyone's aware he's a member of tde so he signed with td back 2017 um and then he had his first major release album in uh 2018 i believe it was and that was november and that was uh where i first heard of him and where he really first caught my sound or the his unique sound i would say caught my ear and then um followed by that in 2019 we had chasing summers and uh one of the tracks on there was um this song uh john redcorn the whole entire album and, um, fine, by the way i don't want to yes i i believe i i highly encourage everyone to check it out um great features on it um front to back a great listen uh especially with summer coming up it's got that cool breeze 
great for summer music, just chilling by the pool. But um, going into the video now, um, I thought it was super cool because this video was a king of the king of the hill show, like two at. <laughs> um, it was it was unreal. The video started out well. I first saw screenshots of it, and it was Schoolboy Q, J Rock. Kendrick and Absol, and they're all modeled after um, the characters of King of the Hill. And throughout the video, it kind of just followed the same script and storyline, which was spot just, on. <laughs> it just yeah. added, yeah, it, it just added such a cool flair to his music, and it, it gave him more of like a personality. In yeah, it. yeah, I feel you. It, it, you got to really get a, a good picture of um, what serves more about on this album, man. It's it's awesome. Definitely, and like uh, I, I mean, I've always heard his him as like a cool, laid back, you know, R and B singer. Obviously, which he is, but I feel like this this new like video added a like an X factor to his game. You know, it kind of appealed to those like nerdy ninety like cartoon vibes, and it made I feel like it made him more of an R more than just an R and B artist in my eyes. Yeah, it gave him some like character to his music. Yeah, not that it was lacking. Yeah, you know. But you know, you get what yeah. I it, you, it, it like it. It really just expanded upon who he was. You know, like like Kendrick. You know, he's Kendrick is known for being relatable to so many people in so many circles because you get to see, you know, the the Kendrick who grew up in South Central, and then there's the Kendrick who's eating cartoons and or e eating cereal and watching cartoons, like the song "Cartoons and Cereal." Like, you know, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you guys caught that. Yeah, so uh, sir, you know, when he with this with this music video, um, you kind of get a you kind of get a window into uh, more of who he actually is, and it's it's more than just I'm this you know uh, you know weed smoking R and B singer who uh, pipes the baddest women and uh, he's got all this money and always grinding. You know, you see some more humanity. But. Yes, which may, yeah, exactly. I mean. What were your thoughts when you uh, first saw it? Um, I, I was blown away. I was like, "Yeah, John Redcorn." <laughs> <laughs> I on at first, I like, I didn't even put one and one together. And then I saw like, because I heard the, yeah, go. Uh, when I I heard the song and I was like, I always knew the song, but I, I honestly forgot the character in King of the Hill's yeah. name was John. Really? Redcorn. And then once, dude, I I like. I was always a kid. Okay, my my relationship with the King of the Hill, like I was always a fan of it, but I like, I mean, I know the name, like four main characters, but I wasn't like an avid right. watcher of it. You know what I'm saying? I, if like, it was on, I was gonna I feel watch like, it. I didn't like break my neck. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, it was. I would like. I wouldn't like actively watch it. I kind of like. Oh, it's King of the Hill. I'll just kind of put it on for some, you yeah. know, background noise type of thing. Not background noise, just so something to watch. I feel you. Right. Yeah. And I was like, okay. wait a minute, Dale is Absol? I was blown away. <laughs> yeah, that made me wonder if there was like any correlation. Yeah. Messages to the. Yeah. It has to be, dude. If they maybe. Because, I mean, they could have easily picked. Well, I guess Absol kind of does resemble mm -hmm. uh, Dale the most, in a sense. But uh, there was just like in the video, you know, they like. They showed so many. Well, I'm not from Inglewood, but I have friends from the area, and they they showed like a lot of local spots from Inglewood. Like they showed the forum. And I like stuff. the city. I like that, dude. It was a great video, and I 
I just, I, I wondered, like, there's a lot of, like, I feel like there's a lot of underlying messages in the video for some reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was just like a cartoon, but I like, you know how the girl yeah. was a reporter? Like, I wonder how, if that was actually, like, had some relevancy to his actual life. Mm. And then, or, like, when he got in the car accident from the squirrel thing. I wonder if, like, how much of that did he actually pull from his real mm. life and make it a cartoon mm. type yeah. of thing. Hmm. Yeah, man. I mean, it was well done. Who did the um, who did the cinematography on it? Do you know the the guy or girl who um, recorded it? I saw. The I name, saw. I I, like I watched the video. Yeah, but it was like a real quick slideshow, and I was. I'm not gonna lie. When I first dropped, I was at work hmm. watching on my phone, so I didn't want to be like scrolling back <laughs> to watch the. Hopefully my boss doesn't hear this, but <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, can we pull that up? Can we pull that? Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, we're gonna need to cut yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, I'll pull it up, but um, yeah, man, I wanna, I wanna find out actually who that was. But. Yeah, uh, okay. So what was uh, what would you rate this video on a scale of one to ten? Um, I give it a originality, um, storyline wise, I give it a solid nine out of ten, mm. man. It's just so hard to, like, um, I mean, I just don't know. Like we said, spoke on the last episode, it's just so hard give to give something to, give something a 10 because it's, like, I don't, because I, I just don't know what a 10 looks like. I've never, <laughs> I mean, I've seen some 10s <laughs> in my life, like, in different forms outside of the music yeah, video. Yeah. But, like, I just, you know, it's just so hard to pinpoint, I mean, I could critique it in so many ways. I mean, but it, I just thought it was a great video. I, I'll give it a nine out of ten. Solid, solid. What about yourself, Elliot? Mm, I give it an eight. Mm. Yeah, like it, it, you can use um, you can use a, it's a scale that you can use like points as well too, so you don't have to be solid nine. Yeah. Or 10. Oh, okay, okay. Hmm. But I mean, it's up there though because I enjoyed the art aspect, the message behind it. Like it was dope. Mm. all right um i'm going to i'm going to agree more with justin and give it give it a like a 9.2 out of 10 um you know i'm yeah man it sucks that i can't i i mean i might i might have to just do some research and find out who it was that actually made the video but um just the the cinematography was great man and when it comes to these music videos um you know because i was just judging the video itself i've heard john redcorn a million times but um yeah, the video the video was just done so beautifully and uh, so professionally, and it, it was definitely off. It, it, it complemented the shots and stuff. Complemented the the content material, of the actual song. So, um, yeah, you know. I, I I truly did not expect them to go this route with the video. You know, just like from like I know he released two more videos. I think they were like um, he released the the one for uh, hair down i believe it was Ooh, i gotta see that and then there was yeah he released another video i think um he, oh his hair down new sky and then you can't save me but like uh in all three of those videos they're very like um they were just like expected type of videos you know like one of uh in uh you can't save me uh it was just like he was kind of like playing that r&b singer role like kind of hiding the chick while i had another chick coming mm. over so i was like it was a content you kind of expected so when he when he pulled up with this whole king of the hill thing i was just like it was like, him. I was like that 
that stuff like that that's what makes you stand apart as an artist i feel like taking those like leaps of like what the fuckness in a sense you know like who would ever expect it i guarantee no one would have saw this coming the king of the hill thing but everyone appreciated it i know everyone did especially like i feel like a lot of his audience grew up watching that show or at least knows about it yeah. you know but yeah a great video in my opinion solid man solid all right so um let's go into the actual album itself chasing summers um i've listened to this album cover to cover um multiple times and um really just blown away by uh by it i mean sir sir is definitely not your run-of-the-mill um you know r&b singer wannabe this guy has put in hours and hours of work and refined his craft and truly honed his artistry and his uh, his skills and it's so evident in the little qualities or the li the little details in the music you know um man the the instrumentation um uh, you can just tell that this album is just well done from the production to the um the scoring to the musicians on it because it's not just samples he's got live uh musicians playing on this and they're jamming mm. man. um it's it's just it's it's just great and then he's bringing um you know, he's got a he's got a very great voice. You know, he's bringing his his awesome soulful voice, and uh, just telling his story and just telling the life the way he lives it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, um, and he doesn't. I like because he doesn't like. I feel like I mean we've had this narrative with these artists we've been talking about, but he has a very organic feel to him, and I feel like that's one thing. I mean, mean I mean we all kind of look for in our music. I mean, I could speak for everyone on this podcast. Per se, but you know like uh he just I, I don't know anyone like him it's like a fresh type of r and B. I i don't it gives me like a almost like a 70s 80s vibe to it where it's just very laid back and like and yet modern at the same time yes yeah, yeah modern right. touches on it um right. like i don't know if you ever heard the one before this november um it has like the eyeball as the album cover I've listened to a little bit of it, but I'm far from an expert on it. No, I, I feel like we shouldn't, you should take the time because that's the project. Like he made me fall in love with him. I, the first time I heard that project, I like felt, I, I honestly like, I love chasing summers, but I might love November more than chasing summers. Oh, but yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how I, fuck, <laughs> I, I, but I have this problem. I, I mean, we spoke about it on the last one where I hold on to like, yeah initial projects that i hear from people yep. like but chasing summers is beautiful like i love it but like i said his old i just his old one is very worth worth checking out like i feel like any artist i mean especially him as artist is worth diving back into like his because it was his first um debut album and it, it was under top dog and you know td doesn't produce any bad artists i don't at all it's an automatic yeah, and, win. Not a single yes, one. Yes. They're very selective. And I feel like they're very, very selective and they don't bring just, they have to have organic art. None of their artists are like really cut of the mill artists. Like Absol is that weird kind of out there rap. Um, Kendrick's arguably the best in the game. J-Rock mm -hmm. just, J-Rock's ahead of TDE, but I mean, he's, he's just a legend within his own, like on Money Trees, man. Like I've never... I, not a lot of people kill Kendrick on a verse. Mm -hmm. and, K and 
J-Rock did that. And yeah, J-Rock like, got him on that one, man. Yeah, and then you have, like, you have SZA, too, and SZA is just, Oof. like, I, I feel like she's a reflection of, like, Sir, but on the female end. Mm, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they, they both bring that creative uniqueness to the R&B side, and then you have, like, Isaiah Rashad, right, which is arguably i think he's the best in tde i mean schoolboy q has admitted this and that's another person in tde schoolboy q i mean they're all just great unique artists and mm-hmm. it, it, you could hear it in their music man and that like going back to this chasing summers it just has some beautiful features on it like smino's on there little wayne's on there mm-hmm. kendrick's on there um any features on not really. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more features on there. I'm not crediting right now, but you know, yeah, it's just a, it's just a. I don't know if you have you gotten a chance to listen to too much Elliot or just uh, kind of here and there. Just here thing. and there. Yeah. Um, oh, he's got Jill Scott oh, and Zakari on there too. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely um, a good, uh, good album. Um, Definitely worth checking out. Like, I feel like uh, as a as a producer with your, uh, you know, kind of laid back vibe, I feel like you might gain a lot of musical influence from it. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, that's just, I mean, my opinion on it. I feel like you would probably agree once you hear the album. Oh, yeah, any type of inspiration, I'm always willing to take it in. Because, yeah, Elliot, yeah, uh, for those, I mean, Elliot, we'll go into like deeper in the future, but Elliot has a very soulful, like laid back vibe, similar to myself. Not that AJ doesn't, but we're just very. Um, I'm definitely more out there. I'm more of a. Yes, extrovert. yes, yes. And me and Elliot are more on the introverted side. I'm on the extroverted <laughs> side when I'm off the Henny, though. So hey, that's, a different <laughs> that's a different story. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, what would you, uh, any, what else would, you, uh, what else on this project that you have to, um, any like notable comments? My, so, you know, there's a, there's a saying, people say that, uh, the best song wasn't a single and, um, you know, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But in this one, to me, I thought La Lisa was just a, a gem, dude. That was the one with, with Smino. Oh, Smino. He's just. Dude, that's like not even the question. Yeah. It just has a good like ah, and the drums on it. Yeah, dude. And there's like the guitar. The black, yes, it's oh, a great man. track. It's it's so wavy, bro. That's that's the big one I was thinking of when I was thinking about uh fucking instrumentation and um you know just hearing hearing the fact that he has live musicians on there. It's, whew, I love that song, dude. It's beautiful. I want. I've yeah, actually been I, working on singing that one. <laughs> Do it. You should learn learn that for karaoke night or next time to have open mic. My next, my actually my karaoke song I've been working on is um, I think I actually just started this today because I was at work and I was bored. Is um, bartender by T Pain. Do I was listening to that? I was like, this is still a bump, bro. Like this song could be played right now in a club and it's still like. Oh yeah, T Pain's timeless. He's, he's, he's the godfather, the godfather of autism. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> it, 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 and I don't know, uh, just going back to the, uh, what's, uh, sir, I don't know if you guys have taken the time, well, if not, take the time to watch his tiny desk. Yo, I've seen it. It's it's a work of art. It's Yeah, man, that guy can he, sing. It's, it's really cool because he sing, his mom and his uh, cousin sing back up with him. Oh, wow. So, you can, yeah, you can really, t- you can see, like, 
I feel like music and singing is is like runs deep in their family, especially like the way he sings and the way he sings with his mother and cousin. Like you could just see it's like a very soulful in tune family. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yo, I need to find a way to get my auntie to like sing on my stuff because my auntie has sung in the choir her whole life and she's got a crazy voice. Ooh. Yeah. She's got a soulful. I mean, she soulful gospel all your life that's all i need to say like that's that's it <laughs> yeah but um all right well i would rate this album i'm giving it a solid nine four man i mean it's it's pretty good um you know it's it's really like i have to really search to try to find things that i want more out of this album and um you know i don't like doing that so i mean i'd rather just enjoy for what i've got and this is pretty amazing man yeah. it's just such a satisfying listen like yes. I, it's very it's very hard to like pinpoint the way he makes you feel on this album but it's it's great nonetheless highly suggested elliot i know we kind of only uh, talked about the video but kind of went on a tangent no, on that's the album, all right but definitely I, I i guarantee you will like this one my brother oh yeah definitely i shall take it out cool. Cool. Awesome. Next on the list is Guap Dad 4000. Um, I will let you do this one, Justin. So Guap Dad 4000, my first initial thoughts of Guap Dad 4000 was I'm not fucking listening to this guy because of his name. <laughs> right. I'm going to keep it real with you. When I first saw his name, I thought he was just going to be kind of another run-of-the-mill type of SoundCloud rapper. And, I mean, I was totally wrong. Um, I uh, did a little research on him. Um, He he actually, um, some interesting facts, he's he's an Oakland boy, uh, Oakland, California. He has this um, kind of rapper-singer duality. not so heavy on the singing, but he, um, with a little auto tune, he, he makes his voice sound very good. Um, and, uh, through a little more digging, I actually found out he's in a little group, um, or was in a little group. I don't know if they're still together. Um, started back in like 2017 called Zoink Gang. And, um, there were some pretty big artists. Um, it was him, JID, Smino, and Buddy in this little group. Oh. That's heavy. Yes. So when I found out about this, I was like, oh, wow. I got to dig into that music, dude. I haven't heard any of that. That's Yeah. That's just a very, like, I mean, even if they aren't all still together, since they have made that initial group, they've all made heavy careers for themselves in their own lanes and it's just yeah definitely when i saw all those names on that list i was like wow these are these guys were so these are some fucking heavy hitters right here definitely and then i saw some like um one of his first mixtapes it was called scam boy color Mm -hmm. um obviously i i thought of yes making a wordplay on uh game boy color i caught it so mean yeah but i mean and you also catch that he has like a very, some nerdy references in his bars sometimes. Like in a couple songs he talks about in this project, um, the project we're going to talk about, which is uh, it's called Platinum Falcon Volume uh, Falcon Tape Volume One. Woo! 
And uh, hmm. yeah, it's a quite a mouthful. Um, very interesting name. But he uh, he has uh, some cool, interesting bars on there. I know he makes a Team Rocket reference somewhere in there. And uh, I mean, how I first came onto this project was I saw it on my Spotify feed, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get this guy to listen, like. You know, I don't want to be this like narrow-minded music missing out on someone that could be great. And I was just amazed. Um, this whole album, he wasn't afraid to be himself, like, which is such a rarity in music. He didn't he didn't front on anything. He was natural the whole time. Cut his nerdy bars throughout. Um, just a great project. Like when I, the first pro- um, song on it was uh, what was the one you uh, mentioned? Platinum AJ, um, that you liked a lot. Oh my god. Dude, it was such a fun track and then so you hear that track and then you're like, Oh, this is like this is like old school type of banger. Like this is a fun fucking song. Yo, I, and then you di- and then you dive in after that and you know he's got another banger. Um I forgot the track name after greeting. that, but um yeah, the one following that, um Dolce Gabbana is all along. Dalai Lama and he was very like uh vulnerable in that song like he kind of stepped away from like his traditional kind of like swag fun rap and you've seen this vulnerable vulnerableness Mm -hmm. in his lyrics and it was I respected him as an artist he was talking about some of his past dealing with his daughter just you felt emotion in it besides just that fun turn up energy and I was like wow this is this guy's very uh diverse Mm -hmm. with his catalog more diverse than I assumed. Mm-hmm. You know, when I uh, heard Platinum Falcon, you know, when I when I heard the ad libs, the first thing I thought of, um, what I thought I of mean, the fucking Riley Reed rap. Riley Reed rap. Oh shit! See AJ, you'd be listening to shit. Riley Reed. All right, so like the porn yes, star. Yes, dude. She released a fucking rap video, and it sounded the girl doing the ad lib sounded just like her. And then I had to research. I'm like, did did he get her on the song? So then I found this interview where he was talking about the Riley Reed rap actually. So he was he was peeping game on it, but then he was like, yeah, no, I don't approve of it because she, dude, she drops like the n word like six times, and it was it was a really controversial thing. But um, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Just like a, a off tangent, you know. I if you listen to all right, just for comparison's sake, if you listen to that rap and then you listen to the girl doing the uh, ad libs. Um, and Pat and Falcon, they sound exactly the same. Oh, uh, I'll make that connection. Damn. Yeah, yeah, they sound exactly the same, dude. It's it's crazy. And then when he said "nigga" instead of them, that made me go. It was like, okay, well, then this girl's maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. I get what you're... Huh. Damn, damn. See that type of digging. That's that's interesting. That's an interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy what that he even the... talked about the Riley Reid rapping in an interview. Damn, I didn't know she did that. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never seen any of her movies. I heard she's a good actor, though. Um, <laughs> let's just say that there were people in the comments arguing, saying that she's putting enough work for the black community in order to say that. I personally don't agree with it, but that's just what they were saying. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think Hard she revoked. gets the pass just because. Yeah, yeah. just because you're taking a lot of black things <laughs> doesn't mean you could say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not African American, but I feel like I could speak on behalf of them for that statement. Uh, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh man, but moving on past that. Yeah, man. I mean this I, I'd heard a couple of his uh songs off of his other projects before, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, I really wasn't that impressed with him. I found out about him through the Revenge of the Dreamers three um album. Yeah. Yeah, with well, that song like he's on like Costa Rica, I think. Yeah, is. yeah, he's on a couple of the tracks. That's that song Costa Rica hits, that shit slaps, I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a that's definitely a bop. Uh but that was how I found out about him, and then I started listening to some more of his music, and I wasn't that impressed. So initially, when you even said, "Hey, let's do Guap Dad 4000," I was like, "Eh," but then I listened to this, and I was like, "Whoa!" So, um, dude, it's it's a. And then there's another one. Uh, it was the second to last track. I'm sorry, I want to pull up the list, but if I pull up my phone, my that's what happened last time. I uh, went to pull up the track list on my phone, and my thing closed. Wait, was it the and Peanut I, Butter song? Yeah, um, or was it the one after it? Oh, that's another Pootie. peanut butter, uh, peanut butter, pootie thing. Yeah. That was a good song too. They, I was very, did not expect this <laughs> music. Like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset that I slept on it for how long I did. I mean, maybe I didn't sleep on him. Maybe I just hadn't. His sound hasn't mm-hmm. really caught my ear yet. But um, he caught my ear this time around. That's for damn sure. But, um, what what did you think, Elliot? Uh. I loved it. I love Platinum Falcon. I enjoyed Peanut Butter Foodie. I enjoyed... What else did I enjoy? Um, oh, Embezzle. That was a, a dope one, too. Yeah, Embezzle was a dope one. Yeah, that mm-hmm. had a lot of energy on that about, track. Uh-huh. There was another one about, like, the skinny jeans. It was kind of... I heard he... Uh, well, he did release a, a video for it. Forgot what it was. Called, was it the one man. where he got his dick sucked by two girls at the same time? Oh, mm, it was the one before uh, the. That's in Bezel. Oh, then after after oh, Peanut Butter, um, it was like one of the greedy one of the last. It was one of the last oh, ones. Uh, where's this damn track? The song after that? Peanut Butter. It was called. Oh man! Hold on, I'm, I'm getting right. it. Song after peanut butter was trade places with them jeans. Trade places with them jeans. That's it. He released a new video for it too, and it was very like um, euphoric and like mysterious. And there was like, it's it's very like a very mythical type of video in a sense. It's very cool. Ooh. I liked it a lot. Ooh. But yeah, I thought it was a great overall project. Um, do you have any other uh, insight on this, AJ? I've not only any anything comp- else to, to add to it, man. Um, uh, I would rate this. I would rate this in eight point eight, just because Platinum Falcon is my shit. I like the other ones, but they didn't all hit me like like that. You know, I mean, Greedy's cool. Yeah, but, but, I yeah. Agree. If he would have had like two or three more of those, that just like fucking just ooh. I probably would have rated this like in the medium nines, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, once again, though, like no knock to it. It's, it's, a, I was a great, great project and definitely uh, he shows progression as an artist from his previous music, which wasn't bad at all. You know, I'm not saying it's just, it's just never connected and resonated with me, but this one was, uh, this one's legit, man. He's on my radar now. Yeah. And I, I'm really, I think I'm very optimistic for him in the future as an artist. I think just with where he, the possibilities of where he can go. I mean, he got a good limelight from, like you said, on that uh, Revenge of the Dreamers project. And uh, 
I mean, I'll, I would probably give this project like 8.1. Um, it was a great project, some good features on it and stuff. But like you said, it just, uh, not the whole project throughout mm -hmm. did it for me exactly. Yeah. Like not saying any of the songs were bad. It's just, I mean, it was a short project and, uh, you know, um, there's a lot of room for growth with him as an artist, I feel like, and I'm looking forward to more projects from him, Definitely. more songs. Definitely. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Elliot, did you, do you have any, uh, a rating that you want to give mm, on it? I'd give it, um, 8.6. Cause again, the okay. energy was cool, but Ooh. I like the dynamic of how the energy of the whole, um, project was different. It wasn't as consistent and you weren't like overwhelmed. Right. Oh, that, that's a good, yeah. It, it kind of kept you on your toes. Every track was like new in its own. Right. Had a different vibe to it. I get what you're saying. Uh, I respect yeah. that. Respect it highly. Dope, dope. All right. So I feel like we've covered that well. Let's move on to the new track that uh, Travis Scott and Kid Cudi just dropped, The Scots. Uh, Ooh. All right, so what your first thoughts, AJ? What were, what were your? All right, let's start with Elliot. What were your first uh, thoughts on this track? I loved it. I thought, I mean, for one, for that track to also be featured in a game, that's <laughs> and have a, like its own concert with it. Oh, I forgot. Wow, I forgot about that. I don't know if you knew. Did you know about that, AJ? With the whole Fortnite thing, AJ. Oh, the There he is. Yeah, I'm here. I'm sorry about that. I had something else pop up. Can we go back to when Elliot was giving his opinion? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll just cool. start over, Elliot. Is that cool with you? Oh yeah. All right, yeah. Just uh, so, from the yeah, top. I, saying, I <laughs> really enjoyed the song a lot, and I found it fascinating that this song even had a certain type of popularity to be featured in a game, uh, Fortnite. And it had its own little mini concert. Yeah, that's uh, definitely something I've never seen anyone ever Very do before. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 I didn't. I wasn't even aware it dropped in Fortnite. Honestly, I just, um, I, I heard about Fortnite, the Fortnite thing, and I was like, that's cool. Um, I uh, knew about the song. I was, I thought the song I thought the song was good um not like a I thought it was like as good um trying to think how to explain this um it was a good song in my opinion but I mean I don't see myself listening listening to it a month or two from now like out of my general interest um kind of just it was a banger nonetheless but it just kind of was just just that to me it didn't really stand out wasn't really a standout track in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I, I'd echo a lot of that. Uh, um, you know, when I first listened to it, actually, um, I was like, I mean, I was vibing with it, but it wasn't like, you know, really, really capturing me. The The thing that did catch me, though, uh, initially off the first listen was the production at the yeah, end uh, with all the synth sense. sounds. That was cool. Oh, it, it switched up. The beat switched up pretty, uh, like... I know once, like, uh, like right after when it went into Cuddy's verse, the beat kind of switched up, and then you know when Cuddy's verse ended out, it kind of went to like, a, like a video mm -hmm. game esque noise, and 
I was that was that was a nice touch, especially for it being that video game, like making that appearance in the video game, like it did. I thought it was just a. I think they did well with that song for what they're aiming to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Especially with like um, the whole um, like that Fortnite generation. I feel like that song wasn't necessarily aimed for like the older nope. Travis Scott fans. I mean, I feel like a lot of his fan base nowadays is those younger generations. Yeah, because he's what's hot now. And the, those, yeah. And um, I feel like they hit it right on the head, like putting it in the in the video game like that that was just like a two birds with one stone type of thing in that's, my that's so smart man to like put your music where you know these kids who like hip-hop and r&b are gonna hear it so that way you captivate your li- your listeners at a younger age because those kids who, who like them and become lifelong fans that's just more revenue for him and more of a fan exactly base. So yeah, really that's... really really smart marketing man i mean that's just genius when you think about it nobody's done that Travis Scott has been a very, throughout his career, he's constantly progressed and innovated. That's one thing I do have to give to him is, you know, he's always been like (laughs) evolving, finding a way to stay relevant. He's just, I mean, that, that resonates with him as an artist. I feel like, like to be able to do that is so hard nowadays. And I feel like another artist, artist that has Mm -hmm. done that is Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's been right there. I mean, like we spoke, Kid Cudi kind of had like his his little season where he kind of went experimental with things and you know tried tried for a new sound. And now I feel like he's like getting back to this old Kid Cudi, but it's matured. Yeah, it's it's new Kid Cudi. Yeah, it's like old Kid Cudi, but new Kid Cudi. It's uh, something unique. I'm I'm here. I'm all here for it. You know, I'm all here for this progressive progressive movement while stay sticking to your roots because that's how i feel like you thrive as an artist agreed definitely agree yeah um what would you guys rate the song hmm la we'll go uh, start first with you on this one yeah, no, <laughs> since I you uh, took the reins uh, i'll rate it in mm, i'll rate it a seven eight a seven point eight okay I respect that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually be spot on with LA. Yeah, um, no, you good. Hate to steal your score like that, but um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was about a seven point eight as well. Um, good, like I said, good track, but I mean, like I said, it wasn't very standoutish in my opinion. I mean, I'm, I hate to be like just another <laughs> follower here, man, but uh, I'm like right along the lines with it. I think this, this, this is a unique moment where we're all kind of in alignment to like the same number mm-hmm. score to give this thing probably make a name mm-hmm. for that or something <laughs> when that happens <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we gotta definitely for future reference we gotta think of like we could we'll just call it the uh what's what comes in three lots That's of cool. things <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh yeah we'll yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll table that for a little yeah day. definitely but yeah, it's universal 7.8 around here. Consensus. So, um, yeah. yeah. Consensus. Yeah. Solid, though. It's, it's a solid, solid, track, solid song. Um, if you haven't heard it, definitely listen to it. Oh, yeah. And a notable mention, um, one of my favorite, or probably my favorite, probably one of the most influential artists of like our generation, I would say, um, Cause did the album artwork for it. Um, 
I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cause. He's done. Um, he's he's widely known for his original fakes. They're like um, skull-like figures with they have Mickey heads but skulls on top. Um, yeah. AJ and Ellie, you've seen my tattoo on my yeah. right arm with the so that that same guy. And he's done notable works like he's done eight oh eights and heartbreaks. He's done a he's been in the game for a while doing a bunch of cool unique artwork and uh. His uh his artwork for this was pretty cool. It had that like rough sketch feel to it while having that like character type of thing. It was a uh, I enjoyed yeah, the artwork. I definitely study the artwork Maybe. for like a good twenty seconds when I first saw it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Definitely a cool thing. And then like I also know um just another one one last little tidbit. They actually are, Travis Scott released like a bunch of like Fortnite merch for this song and this whole like it's pretty crazy all the stuff he did. They, you know, they have like the Nerf gun, the Fortnite yeah. Nerf guns. Like they dropped like a Travis Scott <laughs> Fortnite Nerf gun. Like all these shirts, like all this. They really went all out. Like this is brilliant marketing scheme for this. Like I was thoroughly impressed. I I don't want to say I was more impressed with the marketing scheme than the song. But you kind of were. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, it is what it is. Sometimes, like. I mean, as a musician, not every song is gonna win you a Grammy, true, you know. True. So you have to just like take it and take it for what it is. Sometimes you make your money next. and kind of make your change on that shit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. Dope. All right. Well, let's get into the open discussion on um, our creative processes during this quarantine, and um, you know, just I don't know, highlight some of the things that we've been doing to keep Nomad moving forward in our own. Uh, ventures um, creatively so um, I, I guess I'll start this one off so um, I I'm currently working like 60 hours a week um, you know just putting in the grind for um, my my day job but I've been blessed enough to where um, I'm in a position in my day job where I have a lot of downtime or time where I can kind of do whatever I want and still get paid so um, you know just while I'm working and I'm you know walking around observing and stuff um, a lot of times I'll, I'll either write or be beatboxing. Um, I've got GarageBand on my phone, so I've actually made a couple beats just, you know, mobily. And, uh, you know, I've put the idea down within GarageBand so that way when I get home, you know, that I, I, I don't lose ideas and, you know, nothing goes to the wayside and I'm able to put it into the actual DAW and make things happen. So, um, you know, it's really just a lot of working and refining my actual, uh, you know, my actual craft, my, my skills at this point. Um, and then if inspiration hits me, then I'll create something. But other than that, I'm usually just working on my actual skills, uh, cause I know that, uh, a, a song will come. I just don't, I don't like to force my song. So that's, that's me. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, this has just been, um, it's been definitely a weird time for everyone. I can, I, I can speak on everyone's behalf for that. You know, lives have changed, situations have changed, but, um, I took, um, I'm definitely, uh, one thing that's really helped me like through everything is just, uh, trying to look at this whole situation as like glass half full compared to half empty. Um, you know, we can look at this and be negative about it and hate it for what it is, but I, as a creative, I mean, what I'm trying to do, one thing to help me through is, um, I'm using the time like that, you know, I, I would, find myself inconsistent sometimes and be like, Oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that, you know, type of thing. But now I do have the time for it. So I'm trying to force myself, not force myself in like a toxic type of way, but just trying to 
now I'm like, there's no more excuses type of thing. Like now let's like, let's get to work. Um, because I've, I've, my, my work hours got cut at work. Unfortunately, I hate to admit that. Um, I'm still blessed with the job. Thank God. But I have a couple extra free days now. And, um, I'm taking that time to literally refine my crafts and just keep my mind busy. Um, whether it be my graphic design stuff or my music stuff, um, throughout this whole process, I've just become, I feel like I've become more well-rounded and more in tune with my, my crafts just because I haven't been so distracted, I guess, by outside sources as much. Um, because when we had normal life kicking, like, I feel like there was a lot of distractions that would kind of bring me away from my crafts. And I don't know. Um, I saw, I heard some kind of like, uh, interesting, like haunting things earlier. Um, I was, uh, listening to another podcast and, uh, before this, you know, whole like quarantine and th- all this stuff started happening. And, um, doctors were reporting like, one suicide a week nowadays like since this is all came to about be um Mm. there's five a week now or five no five a day in my Mm. apologies so it's just like people have been out there feeding in the negative emotions and you hate to see it and i just think yeah and i encourage everyone to like check your mental health like um you know stay in tune with your friends, your like crafts, get it. If you don't have any, pick something up type of thing. And, um, one thing that like really kind of motivated me with this in a, as well as like, um, I heard something today as well is like, um, you know, the, the Renaissance that happened, like, which is notably the greatest shift in the way people thought, whether it be art, music, science, like that was a huge cultural shift that happened in the world. Like so many great things came out of the Renaissance. And the thing that happened before the Renaissance um, that kind of like provoked it was the Black Plague. And I kind of like look at this as our kind of like Black Plague. That's one thing that's helping me get through it. Um, You know, I'm... Because so many great things came out of that isolation that happened, so I figure why not, why not make this our black pay, plague and you know, make something beautiful out of this darkness that has happened and try and you know, be progressive with it and keep it pushing. Agreed, man. So, yeah, agreed. So yeah, that's it. Yeah, man. We can definitely like do positive things during this time. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good. I just, you were chiming in. So I just want to like, you know, tell everyone, keep, keep strong out there, man. You know, you you hate hearing, you hate hearing stuff like that. But I just brought up that Renaissance thing because, you know, so much beautiful, great things happen in turn from that dark time and history repeats itself. And I think, I feel like that's truly going to happen again now. So we just got to stay positive you know, stay optimistic about the future and, uh, you know, just, just believe that great things are going to happen throughout the end of this. Agreed. Agreed. Um, What about you, Elliot? Yeah. How many weeks has it been now? (laughs) (laughs) Too many. many? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's been like, what, two months? No, about two months. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Not um, when you say it like I that, mean, that makes it sound so we're much more fine. intense. We're still here. We're still breathing. Still waking up every morning. Uh, but but for the most part, just mm-hmm. um, I just I try my best to incorporate uh, my yoga into the creative process, into being able to just sit there and empty your mind. More or less, like it's, you don't even really empty your mind. You just give yourself an opportunity to focus on one particular thing. And then you just take off from there. Um, huh. Yeah, and then if not that, then I, I also play the saxophone and uh, I play the guitar. So I'll sit there and strum along or play along. Cool. All right, guys. Well, I think we've hit all of the topics that were kind of on our general plan. Does anybody have anything else they'd like to add for the edification of anyone listening? Um, just, uh, like I mentioned before, stay positive, check on your friends, reach out to them, you know, just takes a text to check in with someone because it can mean a lot more than you uh, actually realize. So, especially in times like this, when we're all distant from each other. So just shoot out a text, a message, call your friends, show some love. That's, uh, that's about it for me. Agreed. Cool. Oh, well, if Elliot doesn't have anything, do you? Cool. I think we're going to call it a podcast. Um, Thank you once again for listening. We really appreciate you. If you like it, uh, please share it. Uh, It should be on all major streaming platforms shortly. Um, It's on Anchor right now, but we're looking to get it on uh, Spotify soon as soon as we get verified. But we thank you for your time. And if you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend. Negro Bandito out. Later, Later, y'all. Jake out.